0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Suzanne is 16. She is bored with people her own age from the outside. Everything appears lovely in her charmed world. But the everyday monotony of school and her relationship with friends and family feels completely uninspired. Every day on her way to high school, she passes a theater. There she meets a 35-year-old named Raphael. Despite their age difference, they find that they have something in common. I'm going to leave it there because I want to uh, talk more about this. And I also want to get to our conversation with the director and the lead actor in this wonderful film called Spring Blossom. And that would be Suzanne Lindon. Suzanne, welcome to film school radio
1: well thank you very much for having me thank you for everything you said on the on the film I'm very very happy and uh, well thank you
0: this started at the age of 15 this the inspiration for this film didn't it
1: yeah well that was uh that was weird because um I'm from an, um a family in which my my two parents are actors and I wanted to feel very legitimate to do it I, I knew that I wanted to act too but um I really wanted to you know, feel comfortable with that and, and everything. So I, um, I started to think that um, I needed to find my way to do it. And when I was 15, I decided to write a story because I was also inspired by what I was um, living at that age, because I felt a little different than my friends at that uh, period. I thought, I thought that I needed to, you know, write about the feelings I had and everything. And this became a sort of diary and it became the movie. And um, I was just saying to myself that I just needed to express myself. I needed to find a way to be able to play in my movie. And um, weirdly, it was very simple for me. And I was never thinking that I was writing the film. I was just thinking that I was writing my thoughts and and it became the, the movie. And
0: Well, first of all, you're writing a diary, you're writing about your life. When did it, dawn on you that this should be a script either, and I don't know if you thought at the time it could be a theater piece, because you mentioned your parents were were actors, or did you always know it was going to be a movie, and you just said you always saw yourself directing?
1: I knew that I wanted it to be a movie, and I was thinking about this only this way. I've never wanted this to be something else. At the very beginning, I just wanted to play and the only way i found to be able to play was to write my story and to direct a film but my dream was not to become a director or anything and weirdly and very slowly i discovered what it was to you know write a movie and d- direct a movie and and being with other actors and uh, and you know just creating images and, and, and an object that really looked like me and this became my passion too but at the very very beginning of the story the fact that I wanted to make a movie was really because I wanted to play more than, you know, because I had the desire to direct or anything. And very, very slowly. But actually, when I just had the opportunity to do everything and when I understood that I would be uh, able to to make the film, I discovered that directing was also my passion and everything. But when I was little, I wanted to play and not to direct. And and this is when I had the opportunity to do it that I discovered that I
0: really loved that too. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the story uh, and how what is so wonderful about this film is it's about young love. Uh, The character of Suzanne is 16 at the time and she is walking by a theater. What One of the great things, before I get into my question, one of the great things about uh, people who understand how to tell a story and it's a basic thing you've been writing about something you know you know the theater you know you're around people in theater and if if nothing else they love to tell stories and so you've taken something that you're familiar with the theater and people in it and in in regards to Raphael and he's an actor and you've you've made it your own which I think is just such a, a wonderful simple uh kind of a a lesson but oftentimes people don't quite grasp it. So I think what you did here is just so smart. Took something you know and you made it a part of your own experience. So so that's a long way of getting to my question which is was this younger woman older man relationship something that was part of the from the beginning of you wanting to tell the story about young love? Is this always been part of that.
1: Yeah, yeah, because uh you know, I wanted to talk about a young girl who was bored with people her age and uh so I wanted to, you know, describe how it can be weird sometimes to be a teenager and because you know, you're not a child anymore but you want to be someone else and you don't know who you are really and I wanted to talk about how it feels to fall in love for the first time and because she was bored with people her age I wanted to talk about this weird feeling that when you fall in love with someone, you fall in love with the entire universe around that person that you meet. And um, she's falling in love with everything. Like, you know, she's a little obsessive because she decides to fall in love with him before even knowing him. So she sees him and she wants him, but it's very pure and, and very platonic because nothing really happens between them but I really wanted her to fall in love with everything, his world, his clothes, his um, activity, because you know she's also falling in love with the theater world and, and everything. And, and this is an, an entire vision that she has. And I really wanted to talk about young love and, and first love this way, because I truly think that falling in love is you know, meeting someone who's on the same level as you are And even if you're not the same age, even if you're not from the same uh, places in the world, or if you have different backgrounds or stuff, you can always meet someone because, you know, you can feel that you're feeling the same things at the same time. And I think that falling in love is just about timing and and being together at the same moment and, and on the same idea. And I thought that it was very interesting to talk about that feeling between a young girl and an older man, because um, they can understand each other even though they're not the same age and even though they don't have the same lives or anything. So I think it helped me to talk about this, uh, this feeling and and this first love.
0: The thing that characterizes their relationship, in my my mind, is the respect that they have for one another. Right? They're very respectful, even the way that they express themselves to each other. It's very yeah. It's very respectful. It's very innocent, and but you convey these, this idea of love in in the process of doing that. And um, the one scene that I think for me kind of uh, in, embodies that is the scene when they're sitting in the cafe, and she's and she he's listening to some music, or he he offers her his headphones to hey. listen to this music that he loves, and this little uh, dance that you and it's not quite the right way to put it, but this interaction during the course of listening to the song is so wonderful. And I'm wondering what inspired that. What Did that something that just came to you, or was there something that kind of brought this to it? Because it's a beautiful scene, and it well, really then, kind of, you know, it just, what can I say? it's Yeah, so what inspired that?
1: Well, actually, um, I'm very happy that you talked about respect between these two characters, because this was really important for me. I really wanted to talk about this relationship as a respectful relationship and very pure and uh, and with a lot of modesty and and um, they're not shy but they're not too comfortable with each other and I think that when you're really in love with someone, it's always this way. You know, you're you're very yourself, but you're also very scared not to do something right or or anything. And um, and actually, I wanted. This respectful aspect of the relationship to be here. And I wanted the relationship to be very platonic and and um and a little dreamy, you know. But I also wanted them to have their own way to communicate and their own sensuality and and stuff. And so I needed to find a way for them to communicate and to be really together without kissing or or making love to each other. I had the idea of making them dance together because I've always danced. I've always taken dance lessons and and stuff. And I've noticed that sometimes in in my life, when I really want to express huge or deep emotions, I dance. And um, it was very easy for me to talk about this feeling if I had the image of the two uh, characters dancing together. Because for me, it was a way to make them, you know, understand each other, but in a different way than everyone else it was their way to communicate and, and their way to live their love story and I think it was very um interesting to do that and in this scene you know she's listening to the music and she's dancing and because they understand each other he doesn't need to uh listen to the same thing and she uh and and so it was my way to express that two people can understand perfectly each other without even knowing each other because it's the very beginning of their relationship so um I've been really inspired by that. And also by a choreographer named Pina Busch, um, a German choreographer. <laughs> and I've always loved her. And when I was little, this is the first, uh, well, ballet. It's not really a ballet, but, you know, it's it's very weird because it's between a ballet and, and theater. And I've loved it very, very, very much. I'm a huge fan. And when I was writing the film and when I decided to put dance parts in, in the film, I was always thinking about her and about them. the the shows that I've seen
0: about her. I've seen some of her work. I saw the documentary about her and it was wonderful. She was at, yeah, it's great stuff. There's another aspect to to the story and to the relationship that's important. But first I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with Suzanne Lindon. She is the director as well as the writer of this wonderful film called Spring Blossom. And that is, you have a wonderful family in this film, and everyone's communicative, they talk to one another, they really seem to support one another, but this particular relationship you have with your father, which I think really kind of sets up the dynamic that we're talking about in the way that we tend to emulate our parents in relationships, That at least in our first couple of relationships, okay. And it feels like in some ways, Raphael is some version of your father, but in a way he, your father and you have a respectful relationship in this film. And that sort of seems to be kind of an extension of how you and Raphael, is that, am I being accurate or fair about that, is that?
1: No, actually I I didn't want, you know, this was the the thing that I, I was scared about because it's the story of this young girl and this older man and I just, didn't want people to think that she was falling in love with a, a kind of figure that reminds her of her dad or anything. Because it's not really like that. But um but you know, I was very, very um I think that Raphael's part and, and my dad's part in the movie were the two characters that I really, really loved to write about mm-hmm. because um they have something in common. That's- they're a little they're two dreamers, you know, like um they're just living their lives like this. And they're just, uh, you know, romantic guys. I don't know how to say it, but um, yeah. it's, it's, it's what I had in mind when I was writing. And actually, because the movie is about a teenage girl, I also wanted to talk about family bones in the film because sometimes it's a little too much. And, and sometimes adolescents are just, uh, you know, represented as caricatures because they're always rebelling against someone or something. And they're always uh, in opposition with their parents or or stuff. And I I really wanted not to show that. And I really wanted to show that sometimes you can just get along with your parents and and trust them. And I think that she trusts her dad the same way as she trusts uh, Rafael in the film. And um and you know I love all the scenes when um she's asking her dad to explain stuff. Or when she just needs like pieces of advice from him, because he's the only one a man figure that she has before knowing Rafael. Yeah. And this is something that I was really um thinking about when I was writing these two characters.
0: When we were talking earlier about respect, that relationship with your in the film with your father is one a respectful one. And I think yeah. that- the thing that I took away in seeing the, the the way that you interacted with Raphael was that this is something you recognize in your life, yeah. and, and that's something that you 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 were gravitating to. Well, in the last minute or so that I have with you, you as uh, began making this film at what age? How old were you when you started this this production?
1: I was fifteen when I wrote it, and I was nineteen when we shot it. so...
0: So at 19 years old, what is it like for you at the first day on set when you walk out as as the director, you're waiting for you to tell them what we're going to do that day. What was that like for you?
1: Well, I think it was really the happiest day of my entire life because I was uh, finally able to do what I wanted to do and to do what I loved. So um, I took it as a real huge chance and I was very, very scared, but also very unconscious, uh, well, not aware of what I was doing, you know? Because I was too passionate about what I was doing and I wanted to do it so much. I had so much desire to make that film and be there with the actors, with the crew and with everyone that I kind of forgot the huge responsibility that it was to, you know, make that film. So it was, um, I felt very free when, uh, when I arrived on set for the first day and I remember that Um, The first scene that we shot, it was with uh, Frédéric Pierrot, who plays my dad, and we were just uh, walking together, and we were talking about guys, and he's asking if it's all right at school and if I have friends and everything. And I say, yeah, I don't really get along with people my age. I remember that before shooting, I wanted to make a speech to the team to thank them and to tell them how proud and how happy I was to be there with them. And I, know, I didn't want to cry because I wanted to be taken seriously by everyone. So I wanted to be very brave. And my grandma just told me that not to cry. I had to look up, look to the skies. And I was thanking them while I was looking to the sky. And everyone thought that I was praying and that I was thanking God. And so I have this, uh, this memory. And this, this was very weird. But um, it was like a very special day because I had the feeling to reborn I don't know if it's yeah. like clear or, or anything but I I had the feeling that I was I was at the right place and I had the right time with the right people and and I was so happy to be there and to do what I loved so
0: that's fantastic yeah. that's a great answer well I'm going to assume that you spent a fair amount of time with your cinematographer and and this crew must have been very much like your own family and yeah. uh, and and so, for you to be not only just the director, but also to be able to step in front of the camera and have all the confidence to be able to do what you do because this is a very difficult role. You have to walk a pretty fine line in this in as as Suzanne in this film. and uh, it comes across beautifully. I, I just really this is such a an accomplishment, not just to make a film. I always say this, anybody who can make a film, that's an amazing accomplishment in and of itself, whether it's a good film or not a good film, it's it's difficult to do. But the fact is, this is a very, very good film. And the fact that it, you, you were able to convey all of these things that I think you were really looking to convey in the film, young love, the difficulty, the heartbreak, the, the joy uh, of all of it, and to come out of, on the other end of it, with what looks like uh you you're on your way to doing almost uh, anything you want to do in the world of cinema so i hope that you stay true to yourself uh, no matter what happens and yeah. uh because you should trust your instincts you have good instincts uh, Susan. Well, so thank yeah
1: thank you very much because this was really something that uh, i i wanted to do and i wanted to you know follow myself and, and be myself and be the most uh, be really sincere and honest and uh, And I'm very touched by the fact that you're saying me that right now. So thank you very much.
0: You're very welcome. The film is called Spring Blossom, and we've been joined by the director and the writer, as well as the lead actor in the film. That would be Suzanne Lindon. Thank you so very much for being here.
1: Well, thank you.